Hey everyone, welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm Melody Pormorati, and today I've got one of my favorite humans on the podcast. I've got my beautiful friend, Lacey Stevenson. Uh, Lacey and I met a few years ago when she first became a Girl Life facilitator, and we just quickly found so many things that we had in common. Obviously, our passion for empowering ourselves and empowering girls in our communities and in our lives, but so much more. And I finally had the chance to actually meet Lacey in Florida this past February, and it was just amazing to finally uh, hug and sit with someone who uh, you love so much. And uh, in today's episode, you guys get to hear Lacey chat about her passion for female empowerment. And um, I'm just excited to share her with all of you. And this conversation actually took took place um, probably well before February when she and I first met in person. So I hope you guys enjoy. And in the show notes, I've included how to stay connected with Lacey and follow all of the amazing work that she is doing in the world. Enjoy. Welcome, you guys. I'm going to introduce beautiful Lacey Stevenson. Uh, She wrote this bio, and I think it's so adorable because it says, Lacey H. Stevenson is a big girl. She's also a mother, a partner, a daughter, a registered nurse for 12 years, a Reiki master, a hypnotist. This one I did not know. A mindfulness instructor and the owner and creator of Angels and Allies, LLC an organization created for girls by girls. Their mission is to empower girls and women with tools for living mindfully as the leaders of their lives so they may live in joy. Absolutely. They help them acquire, develop, and practice social, emotional, and life skills as girls that will help them now through adolescence and later on as women. The Girl Life Empowerment Curriculum is used regularly throughout the various workshops and programs. Welcome, Lacey. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having us, Melody. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Um, It's been so wonderful getting to know you and your beautiful business and everything that you're doing to serve our girls, Lacey, is uh, phenomenal. Can you tell us a little bit about Angels and Allies and how you got started? Um, absolutely. Thank you. Um, so Angels and Allies is an organization um, where what we're doing is empowering girls. Basically, uh, girl self-esteem, as you know, Melody, it, it, it takes a plunge. It takes a plunge between the ages of nine and 13. But that leaves all that time after 13, like, puberty and going to school and, you know, getting your, your first love and, and all of these things happen. And if you're, you don't have the tools that you need, then any event can um, affect your self-esteem, right? So what we do is we focus on giving girls those tools now and helping them practice them and develop them so that as they are going through life, they have this this tool bag that they can reach into and um, it'll help them navigate and and make wiser decisions. Um, So we're empowering girls and through them, we're empowering women as well. Yeah. That's, that's what Angel Allies does. Love it. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. And what is your big why? Like, how did this, how did this come to be for you? It came to, just from my own personal experiences. So I'm, I'm 44 and I'm a native New Yorker. I was born and raised there. Um, my parents are both immigrants. Yeah. New, New York, strong Island. <laughs> um, both of my parents are immigrants and they uh, didn't speak any English. My father was always an entrepreneur, but you know, um, there was a lot of working really hard. There was working really hard, really long hours, the struggle of not being able to speak English, um, the focus on just doing well in school left a huge gap for not focusing on the emotional needs and um, also the cultural differences between 
the Americans and the Caribbean um, girls just our place was in the house. Mm. You know, we're, we weren't to be seen. And my father was very much that way. So um, grew up like that. And as a result, had certain experiences, um, including when I got divorced. And when I got divorced, it um, I was very sad. I was very sad. I was very anxious. I wasn't sure about what was going on. And I'm a professional woman. I'm an educated woman. And I didn't understand. And what was going on. I have resources and I didn't understand what was going on. And so what happened was that I realized as I got better that there's a lot of women just like me that don't understand what's going on because we lack a skill set. You have an education, but you may lack a skill set. And so that's what started us on that journey. And it just so happened that as I realized that this is what I wanted to focus on, you contacted me. You contacted me and you told me about um, your curriculum. And I said, this, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to use the Girl Life Empowerment um, curriculum to start a business that is focusing on exactly this. So, that, yeah. Wow. And thank you for sharing your story with us. I, I also come from a similar background. Uh, as you know, I, I'm born in Iran and my parents, as much as they wanted us to assimilate and grow into the Canadian culture. Uh, they also didn't have the tools themselves to, to help us to get there. Right. Uh, they, they had a lot of fundamental belief systems that, that they had learned and, and you really, you can't, you can't share what you don't already know for yourself to be true. So I can understand that. And there's this element of emotional intelligence that you're speaking of that you're this educated women. You, you have all this education under your belt, but what you really needed was some emotional training, emotional right. love and light. Right. So That's I, right. I totally understand that. And I remember that amazing phone call that I had with you and your energy was unbelievable. And I knew, I knew that you were going to become a facilitator, but why don't you share with some of our people what some of your um, fears may have been in becoming a facilitator? One of the fears definitely that I had was, um, am I going to do right? You know, because um, you provide pretty much everything. I mean, you, you provide everything except the facilitator herself. <laughs> you don't, provide, and you don't provide the girls, but you provide everything else. And so I, I was thinking very rigidly. So I thought I have to do it exactly as it is on the curriculum, exactly the way that it is presented to me. And so that was one of my fears. Um, and it was through a conversation with you that I realized, no, that's that's really not what it's about. Um, this is just a structure. This is these are the ideas. And you can be really flexible with um, what it is that you're going to deliver, how you're going to deliver it. Um, also, some of the, one of the fears that I had was. Am I going to make my money back? Is this really worth it? You know, and um and I think that that's a really big one. Uh, for me, it was. Um, and I can tell you, Melody, that uh, it, it's you get back exactly what you put in. And, and I think that that's a law of the universe, you know, that, that the energy that you put out is the energy that comes back to you and even more powerful threefold. Right. So Somebody put that in the chats, please. That was really <laughs> Oh, preach. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> <That's> all right. <laughs> but it's but it's so true. So if you are coming from a place of, of total love and, and, and absolute service and you are putting the work in, trust me, it's it's going to come back threefold. Um, that's definitely how how we see it. That's definitely what we've done. We started out with workshops and and it's uh, it's a lot more now. It's a lot more. Tell us about that a lot more because I'm seeing you. I mean, there's so much to discuss with you because you're doing so much. But <laughs> tell me about what has, what has this, the seed that you planted, right? How long ago, when did you start Angels and Allies? 
Uh, so, so we bought, we, we began with the facilitator program two years ago. Um, but our very first workshop didn't actually happen until August of 2018. We established Angels and Allies in April of 2018. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so that was, that was our first workshop was just a little over a year ago. Okay. So since that time, in mm-hmm. the last year, tell us about all of the different things that you're doing and all of the different avenues that becoming a girl life facilitator has opened up to you. Okay. Um, so we started with the workshops, but through those workshops, we got a lot of feedback, not just from the girls. Obviously, the girls absolutely love it. I mean, I love it. I'm a girl. I'm a big girl. I, I read the book and, and the book applies to me. It applies to every girl that I've ever met. Um, and I got a lot of feedback from the adults, from the women saying things like, oh, my God, I really wish that I had something like this when I was growing up. So that turned into um, something that we called the bond. And what that is, is their workshops for mom and daughter so that mom and daughter can work on their relationship and understanding each other. Mm. So understanding the tool set that is necessary um, for us as women, the mothers of daughters, mm. uh, because it's kind of hard when our daughters go into adolescence, I have to tell you, and they start um, to, they're, they're just not the same cuddly little things that they were when they were little, right? When we brought them home and we do have the tendency to take it personally. And since we want everything, um, uh, we want what's best for our kids. We, we do, um, we want to, to, like you said before, we want to cuddle them and get into their space. So we created um, workshops just for mom and daughter, Um, we also have, uh, a foundation that we're starting. So it's the nonprofit side so that we can bring the workshops and, and all of the empowering messages that, um, angels and allies and, and girl life, um, preaches about, I I, I hate to use that word preach, but I mean, preach girl, preach. Preach can be in such a positive way. We're going to use it in the space in a positive way. And yeah. so we're, we're taking, we're taking the messaging to, um, to areas that are really in need and to girls that otherwise would not have access to this kind of empowerment and this kind of positivity. Um, yeah. And, 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 uh, we've got some swag, some swag, some t-shirts and, and earrings and bags and, and things that we're, we're selling and a hundred percent of the proceeds are going to funding the programs, um, in our foundation. Um, so that we can bring this empowerment to girls who, like I said, otherwise would not have access to this kind of empowerment and that, support. That is gorgeous. And you bring up something so important. I, I really honor you for setting up this foundation. And guys, yeah. use Lacey as, as an example, because when you step into your capacity to earn for the good work that you do, you are also able to help others. Right. So the more we earn, the more we we own that energy of being able to allow money and income to flow into our lives, the more we have the resources to help people who need it the most. Um, like what Lacey's doing, I donate one workshop for every workshop purchased. Sorry, not a workshop, the entire curriculum. I donate it to an, a community of girls who would not otherwise have access to this programming. Why do I do that? I can do that because I've created this business, uh, because I, I am creating it in a way that is sustainable for me so I can continue doing this good work. So I continue putting content out there for you guys and so that I can continue helping girls in third world countries or parts of our own country right. that don't have access to this type of programming. So uh so that's an awesome point you bring up and I really do appreciate that. And something else I really want to bring up Lacey is angels and allies like a lot of our facilitators decide to call themselves girl life xyz depending on their location. But I encourage our, our women who sign up to create their own businesses here. Like my goal is for you to step into your power 
whatever that may look like. You can use the girl life name or you could use your own name and tell us about angels and allies and how that name came to be and what your decision process was in just choosing to to create your own business name. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Angels and allies. It's, it's a funny story because um, when I got divorced uh, in 2012, um, there, there came a period of time where I was going to the beach, right? I was going to the beach to just sit with myself. And, um, in Miami, you guys. <laughs> yes, I am. And today in Miami, it's like 90. I feel like you need to know that. She's saying it's 90 degrees. It's like it is. freezing in New York. but and, and, and the humidity in my hair is like. <laughs> you're gorgeous. But oh. not, I, I needed to explain that you're going to the beach because you are in Miami. Anyway. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, so I, I started this ritual um, in, in finding my way back to happiness, right? Finding my smile again and, and um, really connecting with myself. And that took me back. That took me to the beach. So Sunday mornings, I had this ritual where I would go and I would just set my intentions for the week. And pretty soon my friends started to join in. My mom joined me and it turned into a thing. And in conversation, Melody, um, you know, things would come up people were having different experiences and they would say, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And one day I said, just think of us as the triple A of friendship. Okay. So imagine that when you're having a hard time and you can't get to your destination, you pick up the phone and you call your angels, your allies, you know, triple A so that they can give you a hand because every single one of us at some point or another is going to need an angel or an ally. Mm-hmm. So that name was there. So when you gave us permission, I mean, because I asked, you said, this is what you can do with it. I said, oh, this is absolutely, we, we know exactly what we're going to do. Wow. So it was already, it was already uh, bubbling up, right? Like, when you and I spoke, you already had this idea. And I hear this from so many women is that when we get in touch with one another, somehow when the universe connects us, there's some form of crazy synchronicity happening because you were ready for something like this. So I love that story so much um, that, that you turned something that you were really struggling with. Uh, mm-hmm. After a divorce, you were going to the beach, you were you were trying to find your smile again. I mean, what a beautiful, what a beautiful vision for you to find your smile again. And you didn't do it alone though, you did it with the collective. Right. Um, which means so much because through our pain can come so much healing for others. And it seems like you created that forum. And I feel like as women, just in general, we we want to seem like we have it all together, right? Like we want to feel like everything's perfect. Everything's great. Everything is just hunky-dory. And we don't have, I, I don't know about you, I have a handful of friends that I feel comfortable and call to call to get on the phone with when I'm really struggling. Um I'd like for that to change. I'd like for us to to open that circle up and to feel comfortable. And how are we going to do that is by each of us creating that space and right. learning how to acknowledge, learning how to validate, learning that emotional intelligence. And it brings us back to our girls, right? Like our girls didn't have the opportunity to formally learn these characteristics, right? They right. learned them through life experiences, some of them. And some of them didn't. So I, I think, um, I don't know about you, but in my workshops, we talk about this. You said something before we went live about putting yourself in her shoes. Can right. you tell us a little bit more about that compassion piece? Absolutely. So one of the things that we do is we have a game where, where what we're doing is imagine that you're her. What's it like to be her? Okay, so it's it's all about learning compassion and empathy, because for us to really learn and better understand other people, for us to um, to be kind and to um, 
what's what's the word that I'm looking for here, uh, uh, Melody? For us to to plant the seed of kindness and really water that seed, then we have to know how to be empathetic. We have to understand what compassion is. So um, we have entire workshops where all we're doing is playing games back and forth so that we can understand what it would be like, for example, if this is the girl that didn't get invited to the party, but everybody else did. So we role play. We do role playing. And I, I think it's important. I mean, imagine that you were playing like that. Imagine that that someone actually took you aside and had the idea that, you know what, it's it's important that we be intentional with our teachings. It's important that as we have our girls growing up in this day and age, which is very different than it was for you. But for me, it's we didn't have social media. We had the beginnings of computers and it's important to give them the tools that are necessary so that when they're going into a situation, they can understand what it's like to be the other person on the other end. Um, I hope that answered the question. (laughs) That's, that's so, so perfect. It's always nice to hear what you're doing in your workshops because they're not exactly the same things that you see in the curriculum. I see that you create some of your own activities or play off of some of the activities that I've offered, uh, in the curriculum. So I love to see how you've really individualized some of the exercises. So that's beautiful to hear. Um, I want to go into the chat section for a sec because we've got all these amazing women with us. Uh, Roshna says, I absolutely believe in law of attraction and how we get what we give out into the universe comes back to us like attracts like your positive and happy vibrations bring me more positivity and happiness to you. I feel it. Do you feel it, Lacey? I feel it. I feel it. Absolutely. And it's, you know, I, I, I'm in total agreement because when you called, I mean, when we did have that phone call, we said, this is not a coincidence, right? It's not, it's absolutely not a coincidence. You know, when you start showing up, the world starts to show up too. The world is always there, but when you open yourself up, then the opportunities begin to manifest themselves to you. Um, I think that it's it's so incredibly powerful when you are able to um, get yourself into a community like the one that is that you created here, where you are surrounding yourself with like minded women who are all looking to do very similar things and to get the similar message out. Girls empowering girls, big girls, little girls. Um, it's it's awesome. It's awesome to feel that support, you know? I think it's, I I didn't have that. Yeah. You lose everything, right? Like it's, and we look at our, we look at our community here on social media and Facebook Mm -hmm. and Instagram and how blessed we are to have the opportunity to collect. We are talking, you're in Miami right now. I'm in New York and we are chatting with women in India and British Columbia and Aruba. And I hope I'm getting correctly, but like, how beautiful is that? And so continue creating communities and know that there are so many different ways of creating a community. So uh, I appreciate how you're doing that in your workshops. I appreciate all of you amazing women who are here with us and who have committed to becoming a part of this community because, you know, it's, it's like nothing I've ever experienced personally. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So Lacey, tell us a little bit, because I know that we discussed in the training, we've discussed imposter syndrome. I'm going to walk you through the three different things that we talked about. And I would love to hear from you how you took those limiting ideas for yourself and transformed them uh, to, to decide to run the Girl Life Empowerment Workshops. And the first one I invite you to share with the group is imposter syndrome like did you have any feelings of imposter syndrome when you started to get this going um it it wasn't when I started to get it going there was fear there was a lot of fear um because I wanted to really show up for the girls I wanted to not just show up for the girls I wanted to show up for for um anyone who was bringing the girls and I was afraid and um 
But in the past, I have had the experience of feeling like someone's going to be able to tell that I've never done this before. Someone's going to be able, who am I to do this? Mm. That definitely resonated with me when you talked about that, because, um, Is anyone else feeling that way? Let us know in the chats. Is anyone, cause I hear that question so much. How, yeah. Who am I to do this work? Who am I right. to do this work? Let us know if you guys are feeling the same thing and hear Lacey's story and how she, helped herself through that. It was part of my own healing in doing, in doing this work. Um, it's been a tremendous, the best therapy. It's been the the best because I I've addressed my own, um, issues and for me to be able to show up the way that I want to show up, I have to look at myself. I have to be honest with myself. And that's, you know, ultimately what we want to do. And that is the way to get through imposter syndrome, right? Um, and I think that it's very common. I think it's something that we don't talk about enough, imposter syndrome. But if anybody that is listening right now has asked themselves, who am I? to be doing these workshops to, to, to do this or to, to present to girls and do this kind of work. Who are you not to, who are you not to, if you're thinking that you can do it and you've got melody and you've got, you know, the resources, who are you not to do it? You are a girl, you're a big girl. You've got this. You can totally do it. Totally. Gorgeous. Thank you for that. That's such a powerful statement. Who are you not to do this work? I always say that as well. We're so quick to say, who am I to do this? Like, why me? But like, what if your, your childhood pediatrician had said that? What if that teacher who literally changed the way you see the world had said that? What if they had asked themselves that question, who am I to do this work and never stepped into that passion and that profession that changed lives, right? So I I really appreciate you addressing that. And Christy here is saying, yes, I feel that way. Mainly, I think I need to take more courses and have more letters behind my name before parents will make take me seriously. Isn't that like, don't we all feel that way? We Can I say all, yeah, please. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm no, so I want so- you to please. Because that, that resonates with me. That resonates. Um, I'm a registered nurse. Okay. I'm, I am, I am not a, a therapist. I'm not a mental health counselor. I'm a registered nurse. I have experience working with children, but I'm a mother. I'm a mother. I'm a woman. I used to be a little girl. That's a lot of experience for you to put on your resume right there. You know, 50% of the population has never been a girl before. Right. Right. Never girls. So the fact that you can even relate to what a child is, is feeling or talking about is extraordinarily powerful. And if you can deliver from that place, then, then what else do you really need? It's not about the letters because you cannot teach kindness and you cannot get a, a, a rather, you cannot get a degree in kindness, right? Right. That's so beautiful. I have to write that down. <laughs> you cannot get a degree in kindness. Yeah, no, oh. that's what you, you do. And, and if you feel the calling to do it, then I think that you should do it. I think that you should do it. That's gorgeous. And I love how you touch on the idea that you are a mother, you are a registered nurse, you are fill in the blanks, guys. I want you to, in the chats, tell us all the different people that you are, all the different roles that you have or have held that have prepared you for this. If I, if I say my own, I can say I'm, I was a girl. I am a girl that the little girl inside of me still lives on, right? She's growing up, but she's absolutely. Uh, I'm a life coach. I'm a health coach. I'm a mother. I'm a mother. I'm a woman who tried to become a mother for five years without success until I finally had success. I, I always say my infertility put me in such a more compassionate space to right. be able to do the work that I do. That's 
That's my challenge. But how about the rest of you guys? How about your challenges? Share with us. I know I'm asking you to get real personal here and you don't have to if you don't want to, but I want to hear from the people who are here with us today. What are the different things you've struggled with and made it through and survived that puts you in a very unique position to share your gifts with the world? I want to do this for Christy and I want to do it for all of us because we all need this. Uh, it's not about more degrees or more courses and more certifications. Um, it's about stepping into our power. It's about finally believing that what we've got inside of us is needed in the world. You, you have a unique fingerprint, guys, in the world. And I want you to know this, and I want the girls that you serve to know this. Right. Not, there's nobody in the world like you who can offer what you can offer. So I, I really need you guys, whether or not you decide to move on to become a girl life facilitator or not, I want you to know this and own this in your life that anything you want to do, if you don't step into it, you're, it's never going to happen. If you're held back by the fear, you will, you will continue to look back and say, I could have done that. I should have done right. that. Um, but you just got to feel the fear and do it anyways. I've said that so much this week. Lacey, tell us, I can feel, I can feel your energy. You've got something important to say. Yes, because, um, I, like I said, I, I'm a registered nurse and I, I've worked with children, but I was also a palliative care nurse for a long time. And I took care of many people, um, before many terminal patients. And I learned a lot about living melody from those people that were dying. Nobody ever said things like I should have made more money. Um, nobody talked about, uh, you know, the, the business meetings or about their degrees. Nobody talks about that. The things that people say at the end of their lives are things like I should have. Why didn't I? If I would have known then what I know now, listen to me what I'm going to tell you. Don't be afraid. Just do it. Who cares what they think? I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. And I don't know about you, but I, I think it's a really big deal when someone who is at the end of their life yes. says to you, this is not important. This is. You, you. What you have to say is important, you know, and, and taking a risk for your own happiness is the best gift that you could give the world because it might not work, but what if it does? Yes. What if it does work? What if, what if what you want to do touches one person? Imagine that one person comes back and says, thank you. And you see the magic in their eyes. Let me tell you something. That stuff is contagious, girl. That stuff is so contagious. <laughs> You're right. It is contagious. And you know what? That one girl, not only has she reflected back to you what you have offered her, but she's going to go and then pass it on. Like you said, it's contagious. She's going to go and pass it on to another person. There is a ripple effect and an energetic flow that happens for all of us it's it's beautiful for the receiver it's even more beautiful for the person who gives the gift so absolutely absolutely and that. that's that's the way that we create change yeah. you know it's courage is not about not being fearful fearful is natural fearful is normal it's okay to have fear but the difference between being fearful and being courageous is taking action, doing it scared. It's all right. Nobody's going to judge you. And if they do, then those aren't your people. Yeah, you're so right. And I always say focus on that feeling after you've done the thing, right? Oh. The feeling of fulfillment, right? Like you feel <laughs> freaking superhero. You feel like yes. the superhero that you already are. Yes. When you, again, you think of your impact and you think of how it's going to feel afterwards. That's what I do whenever I am in a fearful situation. And it really helps propel me to take that action that you speak right. of. Right. 
Uh, we have a few people sharing here. So Christy says, I struggle with not having a support system around me. No one cheering me on. That's the second biggest struggle I have. Christy, we are your support system. Okay. Um, you when when you become a facilitator, you go into a facilitator group that I think Lacey could tell you more than I can. We are we are a family. We are a tribe of women cheering each other on and sharing our challenges, our gifts, our ideas, our inspirations. So while a lot of people don't have physical family right around them, I always say friends are the family you choose. You get to choose your tribe, especially right. in the beautiful world of social media, we right. have this unique opportunity to come together in groups like this one. That's so, um, I know, Christy, if we look for them, we will find a thousand and one reasons why this isn't right and why we can't do this and why we can't step in. Um, but I invite you to look for all the reasons that you can and all the right. gifts that you have to share that that the world will not have the opportunity to be a part of if if you don't step into aligned action. And if you, you know, Christy, Christy, take advantage of the resources that you have, because if you if you do have the resource of an online community, be involved with your online community go ahead and reach out to people. I mean, we're all here. We're all, we've all, all shown up for some reason or another. So if we're all here, then that means we're open to the communication, right? So if you already know this, then go ahead and reach out. You know, what? imagine someone reaches back, right? Oh, and yeah. I, Take advantage of the resources you have. You can definitely email me. You could we, you, we can friend request, whatever. You, Melody, there has never been a time in two years that I have sent Melody a message or emailed her or anything that she has not answered me. It's all always been very personal, very community-like, um, and very, very supportive. Um, yeah, that's that's what I would say. I, I appreciate you sharing that. And honestly, I don't I don't feel like like this is we are all in this together. This yeah. is not an isolated program where you take the certification and I disappear or your community disappears. It's not the vision that I had or have for this business. I am present, our facilitators are present. Together, we, we keep this moving. Together, we keep our energy flowing. Uh, I always say, like, this is your project, and I will give it to you, and, and I will support you until you grow your wings, and I will continue to support you in any capacity that you need me. So I appreciate you bringing that up. I want people to know that, that I am a part of your community, and my facilitators have become my, my tribe and my friends. So it's been, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I cannot imagine having it any other way. Right. Right. Absolutely. So, Ooh, I lost the comments for a sec, but there were some good ones. So I have faith. I have faith that it's coming back. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Ileana, in response to uh, the question that we asked Lacey, we asked about all the different roles and skills you bring uh, that someone could benefit from. And Ileana says she's a girl, she's a daughter, a friend, a mother, a, mo a woman with a purpose. That's gorgeous. Yes. yes. We are all women here with a purpose. Thank you for sharing that. I think we should all take that one as one of our own guys. Yes. Uh, Sasa says, I'm a girl. I'm a girl life coach. I'm a friend, an athlete, a struggle now or growing up. Um, anytime, right? Our struggles make our journey on this planet. They create our path. And the way that we move through them is our gift to give. So you can share a struggle now or a struggle growing up because that's all shaping the person that you are today. Shannon says, so inspiring. And Shannon, who's also one of our facilitators, says such a supportive group. Love to be a part of it. Yeah, it's, this program has attracted the best women. And I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed to have you all here. Thank you, Shannon. Uh, so Lacey, I want to ask you, I'm going to take you through to the next block, the next block that some of the folks in our community are experiencing. And it's a big one. And I honor uh, what a big block it is for all of us. Uh, it's the financial piece. Uh, a lot of women are like, I want to do this. I know I'm 
meant to be doing this kind of work, but I, I'm not sure about the investment. Can you speak to that? I definitely can speak to that. Um, first of all, you know, when you offered the program, you offered options, right? Right. So I took the option of paying monthly right. and in convincing myself that this was the right move to make, I broke it down to the ridiculous. So I took how much it was each month and I broke down how much it would be to do one workshop. And just by doing that one workshop, you're paying part of what it's going to cost for the entire month. So if you do two workshops, so this is, this is how I, I did it. Um, a good way of thinking of it. I like that. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's easier. Um, and, and you're, you actually helped me to, to understand that, you know, the, the financial piece of it. So many of us do grow up with that limiting belief that there is not an abundance. And the truth of the matter is that it, you, you do have to be wise, especially when you are living on a budget. But if you do, I can promise you that if you put in the work, you will make the money back, you know, and, and um, is that answering your question, Melody? That's beautiful. I think, I think everyone has a different way of making it work, right? Like the financial piece. Yeah. Um, But what I really want everyone to know is yes, ultimately it's an output. Um, You're, you're becoming a certified facilitator which will open up so many doors and give you so many opportunities to use your platform. And once the investment is over, there's, there are no other fees. So many women are texting me and uh, messaging me and sending me emails and asking, okay, but what am I paying monthly once I've finished paying the principal? I said, no, no, there are no membership fees. There are no licensing fees. You, you get the girl life name, but I am not charging any of those things because my goal is to make this as accessible as possible to as many women as possible. So, um, so yes, while initially it's about working out, how am I going to make that an investment at the beginning? How am I going to help pay for the investment by running workshops, by just jumping in, throwing a date on that calendar, taking aligned action and doing, doing the thing I committed to doing, there are so many different ways, um, but but you've you've definitely spoken to that piece a lot. Now, in terms of for yourself, some of the other things you mentioned that you're doing, um, ha- tell us about the investment. Like, has the investment paid for itself that you initially the, did in Girl the, Life? The investment has beyond paid for itself, um, and and we're talking about we're I'm talking about more than just money. Okay. The, the money piece I've, I've made my money back. It was a huge investment. I didn't know it at the time that, that the investment was not just about, um, the business. The investment was also about myself, learning about myself, healing relationships. Well, I can't tell you how much my mother, my mother loves this program. She is our, she's, she is our resident abuela. She's at every single workshop. My mother does not miss them because she says, these are the things I needed when I was a girl. My mom is almost 70 years old. Um, so, you know, if you, I've made the money back and I've made so much more, so much more. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that because I do believe that it is the so much more, right? It's the money is, is one thing. Yes, you're going to start your own girls empowerment business and that's going to create lots of opportunities, lots of streams of income. But let's put that like spiritual currency, like what it's bringing to us on a soul level is well beyond anything else. And, and I have heard that. And I heard that from Deborah yesterday as well is mm-hmm. that fueling that fueling of, of your essence. So yeah. 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 When you're, when you're working like that, when you're working um, from a space of service, what you get in return, um, you can't put, um, 
you can't put a, a dollar sign on that melody. I think that it's if if you're feeling like this is something that's resonating with you, um, do what you have to do. Talk to whoever it is that you have to talk to, and just think about um, that this is this is an investment. This is absolutely an investment because um, I think that the kind of work that you're doing when you're when you're helping other people and when you see how it's affecting them, it's there's no amount of money that can match that. There's no amount of money that can match it. Thank yep. You. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I I wonder if this has helped any of you. I'd love to hear from you. Um, let us know if what Lacey's saying is making sense to you. If there's another financial block that Lacey and I can help you work through, it would be our pleasure. Um, and while we're waiting for you guys to show up in the chat with that, I'm going to ask Lacey about perfection paralysis, which <laughs> is one of our big ones, right? Is that idea of it's got to be perfect before I can begin. It's got to be like this. It's got to be like that. If I have to have all my ducks lined up in a row. Can you speak to that for us? So I, I bought part one an entire year before I did my first workshop. Mm-hmm. An entire year because I was struggling with that. And I didn't allow myself to step into the space where I could deliver, not realizing that it's not about perfection. You know, it's, it's not about that. It's about showing up. It's about being there and doing the work. That's what it's about. And when you don't allow yourself, Melody, when you, when you're, when you're paralyzed that way, it's not just about, um, you not giving people what you have. It's also about you not shining your light. It's also about you not allowing yourself to be rewarded for being. It's also about not allowing for the space for you to touch other people. And it takes us back to who are you not to do this? Who are you not to? You know, uh, Marianne Williamson talks about uh, what I think that you said it the other day when that what we fear most is our own light. Yes. And it's it's so absolutely true. It's so absolutely true. We just don't know how how brightly we can shine until we step in. Right. It, exactly right. I have to post that poem on the chat. I have to remember to do that because it's such a powerful poem. I actually want to frame it and put it up somewhere in my house because Mm -hmm. I think everyone needs to be exposed to that material. It's so important. Uh, So that perfection piece, I really appreciate it. And um, I battled with it myself. I continue to battle with it. I continue Mm -hmm. to see it in my daughters. I continue to see it in the girls, in our workshops. Um, but together we're demystifying this idea of perfectionism and we're going to stop looking at it as a virtue because it's not, it's just fear. It's just it's, fear. Um, it is fear of being seen fear of being our, our real selves and people figuring us out. Right. Right. Um, and really it's that real, that essence that we, that's what we need to share. The part right. that we're trying so deeply to hide is actually the biggest part of us that so badly needs to be shown to the world. Absolutely. You know, and, and when you, when you do step out and you're your imperfect self, right. Mm. Which is perfect. <laughs> but when not. you, <laughs> what was that? Thing. I said, but not because there's right. But, like right. Into the spiral because we right. continue to, to, to show up showing using that word. Right. It, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, but the thing is, though, that when you do show up that way and you say, you know what, here I am, imperfections at all. And I might make my mistakes and I, you know, and I might stutter like Lacey, but <laughs> it's OK, because then you're relatable. Yes. You're approachable. You're, you're real. And you know what? It's not, I'm not perfect. I'm not. And I don't want other people to think I'm perfect. Not for any other reason, except that I don't want them to expect of me perfection because I'm not perfect, you know, and, and that, and that's it. That's yeah. 
<laughs> you show up as perfect, um, you're not going to attract the right people anyways to your message. You, you want to show up as a real human being. And all those things that you said, you said you stuttered and you imperfections, flaw, those, and I, I will continue to say it, I, I just will continue. Those are endearing. Those are beautiful. That's what makes you beautiful, right? Is right. that, that very thing, me blushing all the time. That's a part of my charm. I, I, I'm starting to try to own this idea. Um, stuttering as well. When I get nervous, I, I, right. I speak right. funny. I speak funny, but you know what? The people who are listening know how much I care, right? Right, right. And right. I would really love to invite the ladies in the chat to tell us some of their, some of those things about them that they so badly try not to share. And like, maybe those are the very things we would all look at and, and welcome you for and love you for. What are they for you guys? Tessa, Shannon, um, Ileana, whoever's here, we really, really would love to hear from you. What is it that makes you beautiful that up until now you've so badly tried to hide? It's such a powerful question. Um, I, I'm going to post it in here because I really want to know. You know, I, I used to get all the time. Um, I Don't play poker, Lacey. Never play poker because everybody's going to know the hand that you have. Oh, I totally, you're so real. Oh my, I totally wear my emotions like right here, right here on my face, my expressions. Oh, you're so animated. So when I went into corporate, I was so self-conscious about that melody. I was so self-conscious about what was going on with my face. And I'm so, um, my parents are Cuban and I live in Miami. Right. Uh, I talk a lot with my hands, as you can tell <laughs> through the video. Uh, and I'm totally, totally, I always something going on with my face. In the past, I was really self, self-conscious self about it. Mm. I'm not anymore, you know, because this is, this is it guys. This is it. Uh, it's, there's no, there's no, there's no point in faking the funk like the song in New York. Oh, is to I love <laughs> there's no, can, can somebody put that? I'm going to put it in there. There's no, I actually haven't heard that. What's that song, Lacey? We promised everyone we'd sing together. Oh, how does that song go? Oh my goodness. I can't remember. I can't remember. What did you call it? Say it again. <laughs> I, I need to write this. There's no, there's, there's no point in faking the funk. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. That's so I, I definitely can't fake the funk. Oh my god, you have to send me that song. So so Christy, Christy's saying I have had bad rosacea, so my cheeks are already red and blush for any and everything. Trying to embrace that is something endearing about myself. That is so endearing. Christy, my sister has rosacea and I always told her how sweet and special it was because um I, I don't know if it's brought on by emotions, but whenever it appeared for her, it was it was something that meant a lot to her and that she might have been anxious or nervous about. And I would immediately know. And it made me feel so much more connected and in love with her because, because I knew she was wearing it on her body and on her skin, what was going on on her heart. So that definitely does make you endearing. And I really mm -hmm. appreciate you sharing that with us. And Tessa says, I smile a lot. Tessa, that's, that's a good thing. Right? That's an amazing thing. We don't even need to give that a new meaning because smiling a lot is gorgeous. Right? That's an awesome thing. That's an awesome thing. And Ileana says, my loud and big laugh, even if I want it, I can't hide it. I, I mean, I, I hope you never want to hide your laugh. We need more laughter. We need more people. Like I, I happen to laugh when other people are laughing. I don't even know what they're <laughs> laughing about, but that laughter is like contagious. So um, don't hide the laugh. We all need it. It'll cause a ripple effect of other people laughing. And it's good. It's so, so good. Um, guys, we are slowly coming to an end of our Facebook Live. I would love to hear from the ladies who are here. Do you have any questions for Lacey or for me? Um, like I mentioned yesterday with Deborah Harlow, this is a unique opportunity to be uh, connecting with a facilitator who's been doing this for a few years, 
who has felt the way that you have felt and who's pushed through it and come out shining. So if there's anything you guys want to ask, uh, now would be an amazing time. If not, ask in the chats and tag Lacey or tag myself. Um, Shannon is saying, I'm a very sensitive person. Again, we all use that. Isn't that interesting? We all say that as if it's... um, a pain point or a negative. And I think it's so beautiful to be a sensitive human being. What do you think, Lacey? When I was in nursing school, um, there was a a child that was coming out of the um, radiation room. Mm. And the child was maybe no more than three and four years old. Mom was walking behind where the child couldn't see and she was very emotional. The moment I saw that kid, it, it, it did something. Mm. But when I saw mom, I started to cry. Sure. My instructor came to me and said, you've got to not allow yourself to be so emotional when you're doing this job. And I couldn't understand as a nurse, why would I not want to be emotional? And it wasn't until afterwards, I can tell you with absolute confidence Girl, be your emotional self, you know, connect with other people. If you're sensitive, be sensitive. Now, don't get me wrong, because I can struggle with that, too. Sure, sure. But, you know, but it's it's what makes you you. It's probably what your touch, your special touch nursing practice to the nursing profession. And I, I. I, it really um, hurts me. Like when I was growing up, I was constantly told to stop being so emotional and yeah. to stop being so sensitive. And um, if I wasn't so emotional and so sensitive, I wouldn't be who I am today. I, I just wouldn't. And I celebrate the woman that I am today. And I hope you all celebrate the women that you are today. And uh, don't don't stifle that sensitivity, Shannon, or anybody. It's It is your superpower. It truly is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christy's asking us a question, Lacey. She says, what do you do to get the word out about your business? What worked best for you? I don't have a large social network to feed off of. That's an awesome, awesome question. Okay. That's an awesome question. When I first started, um, I, again, I'm a registered nurse. When you're a registered nurse, you don't have to go and advertise about the kind of work that you're doing at all. The patients pretty much come to you, Right. So I didn't have that kind of social network. The first thing I did was I decided to go out into the community and to join a women's group. I decided to try different women's groups until I found the right one for me. One that um, other women were thinking the same way that I was thinking, other women that I felt that I could talk with and and just um, do something within the community. That is so powerful because when you are networking and when you are sharing with other women, whether they're professional or not, because not all the networking groups that, that I belong with uh, belong to are professional women. Some of them are at home moms. Um, What you're doing is you're sharing, not just yourself. You're in turn doing business Because they're starting to trust you. They're starting to know who you really are. They're, they're, they're getting to know that real you that we were just discussing that, um, I've used, I've have a a page on Facebook and also Instagram. We do a lot of local things. So I go to the different schools and let them know what we're doing. We do fairs. Um, so I connect. Um, that's the biggest thing, uh, Christy, that I would say to you is, connecting with other people. That's going to be the the biggest one. It's not about um, what platform you're using. It's not about how you're marketing. It's all about how are you connecting with people? Because if you're not um, connecting, if you're not getting trust, then they're not going to want to trust you with, with their, with their children. That's, that is what I have learned a huge, huge thing that I have learned is that that connection thing. That's beautiful. You just you just be you. You just show them what you're all mm-hmm. about. Right? Yeah. Like, where you show up as the woman who who runs these workshops and who shares this wisdom 
the more the the people, the people and the parents, the children will find you. Um, I always invite Christia, I always and for everyone who's here, I always invite my facilitators to share versus advertise, right? Like to just change your perception of this, because we all feel like selling or or marketing or advertising is like dirty. Like it's it's a gross thing to get involved in, which it's not. But if I could invite you to change your perception and call it sharing with love, like share what it is that you do from your heart and share it on social media, share it on community bulletin boards, share it at your local. And I said this yesterday too, but Athleta, I mean, if you live in the US, I'm not sure if there's an Athleta in Canada, um, but Athleta is so open to having Girl Life facilitators or anyone who has an important message to share we open their doors to you and allow you to run a workshop. Now you're not going to get paid for that workshop, but they will give goodie bags to the girls that come. You can uh, get emails from the parents who have brought their girls. Uh, you can, you can show people what you're all about, show people your offerings. What a beautiful way to start. And that art of giving workshop that I gift to you guys as a part of our bonuses this week, uh, go and run that at a local local Athleta. If you're in Canada, go and run it at um, an Aviva, which is the the sister company of Lululemon. They are so welcoming. When I did my book signing, they welcomed me with open arms to share with their community of girls. So um, it's a no excuses mindset, right? It's like creating opportunities wherever you can find them. And right. I love you said about going to schools, do school visits, yeah. right? Go yeah. run a workshop for free, like do the meditation workshop. And there's about to be state standardized testing for your fifth and sixth graders. Go in there and show them how to have relaxation techniques and centering techniques so that they have the tools inside. The tools are already there, but you're teaching them about the tools that already live inside of them so mm-hmm. that they can really show up for those difficult situations. Right. Ooh, right. I could talk for hours. I mean, this is so amazing. This is so good. Lacey, you are such a light. Honestly, you are such a light. I love seeing all of the empowering, incredible work that you and and the resident abuela and all of angels and allies are doing. It's it's incredible. Um, please tell people where they can find you so that they can support your mission. And, and, you know, just that's what this is all about, guys, just give Lacey as much love as you possibly can, because she's doing this thing. She's doing it. And I want her to Thank feel you. I want her to feel and give hearts too while you're at it. Thank but- you. Thank you. And, and Melody, you are like, I tell you all the time, what you're doing You're trailblazing, girl. You keep it up because you're changing lives. And, you know, just imagine that you decided not to. Then then we wouldn't be on this chat together right now. I think it's so incredible um, the opportunity that you're you're giving to everybody. Thank you so, so much for doing that. That's that's real power right there. That's real, real power. Stepping into those shoes and saying, I'm just going to go ahead and shine. I'm going to go ahead and do it. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for being my partner in all of this. I love sure. you really. And thank you for saying and all those beautiful you. things. 